0: Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello. With me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you tonight?
1: I'm doing great. How are you doing, Jeff?
0: I'm starving. (laughs) And it brings us to the second part of our three-part series of dining at Disney Springs. I said it last time, I shouldn't do this show when I'm hungry and I, I broke my own rule. But I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about the sit-down dining experiences in Disney Springs.
1: You know, I think we might be getting to the point where we're going to be confusing our listeners a little bit. Why is that? We seem to talk about food an awful lot for our Disney show.
0: (laughs) Well, if there weren't so many wonderful options, we wouldn't have to keep mentioning it. I mean, that's the reality, right?
1: It is, and that's why, you know, it's funny when people will say... Is Disney good for adults and how do you go without kids? Disney has become such a food mecca. We're talking obviously about Disney Springs, but Disney Springs to great restaurants, upscale dining in the resorts, food and wine festival. It really is a theme park. And then a food experience. And that one is not lagging far behind.
0: No. Far cry from chicken fingers and french fries, right? That's not, it's it not, sure what, that's not what the experience is. So, all right. 20 restaurants at Disney Springs. How do you pick? Where do you begin? Where, where do we jump in?
1: So many good choices, you know? And uh, I know people will be listening to this at all different times, but I am going to give a little plug that it's probably one of the best things about going to Disney while we're still in this COVID time is with the parks closing earlier, we're eating at Disney Springs a lot more often because we're not missing out on park time. We're able to go and eat because it's hard to narrow it down to just one or two nights there for us at this point.
0: Oh, I totally agree. And I think, as I've said in several shows, it's that's like their fifth gate. It's, an, it's a place that you can go It feels like a a attraction by itself in Disney Springs. Let's talk about the acclaimed restaurants that they have at Disney Springs.
1: I think it's amazing. Again, you said it's not chicken fingers anymore. It's a pretty far cry from chicken fingers next to a Michelin star. A James Beard award-winning chef is a top honor in the restaurant industry. And, Disney Springs boasts eight James Beard restaurants. For those of you who aren't familiar with it, the James Beard Foundation is a nonprofit who obviously gives out this award annually. Their mission is to celebrate, nurture, and honor chefs, making American food culture more delicious, diverse, and sustainable. When you hear us talk about the choices, you're going to see... It really runs the gamut of types of food. So we hit that diverse. And when you talk about sustainable, we've got farm to table in one of our choices.
0: I was going to say, when you just read that explanation of what the James Beard Foundation strives to recognize, culture that is diverse, delicious, and sustainable, those are those are every single thing you think of when you think of a Disney dining experience. It's really what they're aiming to be with every experience that they have.
1: And I will say the other great thing, you can actually hit all of those and still be family-friendly or perfect for date night if you're having a later dinner.
0: What's the best way to tackle this? I'm going to let you take the lead here and, and as we go one by one, and and if I have something to jump in and chime in and say, oh, I like this about that one, I will. Perfect.
1: Uh, I think we'll start with those that earn those awards. That's they a good idea. They deserve to come first. So... Chef Art Smith Homecoming, farm to table, that great sustainability. Obviously, Art Smith is our James Beard Award winner. I'll be honest, I'm not a lover of fried chicken. Back in New Jersey, you won't find me eating a piece of fried chicken no matter how many times my mother makes it. (laughs) It's not my thing. There is something to be said about the fried chicken here, though. Oh my God, amazing, amazing fried chicken, biscuits, and of course, mashed potatoes. And again, farm to table. I will also say for all of these, especially the James Beard restaurants, reservations, highly, highly recommended.
0: Okay. So farm to table was our first one. And I I hate to divert from you, but I am into fried chicken, so... You know, if I had to pick one, that that would definitely be high on my list. What's next?
1: Morimoto Asia. Chef Mashimura Morimoto. Incredible Asian cuisine. Everything from sushis to fried rice, noodle dishes, and incredible desserts. High, high, high on the presentation. Lots of desserts, and some of the dinners come with edible flowers in it. So unique experience. It's actually in one of the former dance halls in Disney Springs. So a little bit of a throwback when you're eating there. Mm
0: -hmm. And an interesting reimagining of the space, so to speak. Yes. Uh, Here's one that strikes home in our family, uh, because it's where we decided to become Disney Vacation Club owners, and that's Planet Hollywood.
1: So we know Planet Hollywood is a chain. There are several of them. And you're all probably thinking, what? James Beard, Planet Hollywood? Guy Fieri did the menu here for all these sandwiches and burgers. So a unique take and a little bit of entertainment value in all the memorabilia around. What's next? frontina Cucina, chef rick bayless for his mexican one of the top items that they're known for are pork belly tacos but lots of great traditional mexican dishes that you'll find there with great taste and flavor palettes your fried plantains and of course a dulce de leche cake for dessert mm, oh gosh
0: You had me at fried plantains, uh, to be fair. Okay. Moving on quickly because there's just too much to talk about.
1: Terralina Crafted Italian. Um, Again, another one of our James Beard Award winners, Tony Mantuno. And obviously by its name, lots of Italian phenomenal brick oven pizza. But I'm going to go all out and tell you that I often get a burger here. This is by far the best burger I've ever made. Blend of four different meats and their cheeseburger is done with a Parmesan crisp topping instead of a gooey piece of cheese. Just an absolutely amazing burger.
0: So it's almost encrusted on it. Yes. Oh God. You're killing me here. You're killing me. Please move on. Move on to something that I wouldn't like. You're not going to find it, but it's fine. The next one I think has uh not only is the food delicious, but it's a great atmosphere.
1: Raglan Road, Chef Kevin Dundon. Um, as you said, it's got the atmosphere to it, and you know, especially when we talk about family-friendly, something to keep the kids occupied is definitely the way to go. If you didn't guess from its name, it's Irish. Um, so Irish step dancers, definitely the most packed house on St. Patty's Day. <laughs>
0: yes, consider when you're booking that one. <laughs> Okay. What's next?
1: Jallo by Jose Andres is a taste of Spain. They do a tapas menu and they are known for their paella as well as a chef specialty experience. They have three different experiences from 4 p.m. on only. Um, And it is really all of the chef's favorites, quite the culinary selection. What's next? Wine Bar George. Um, Something I've never seen anywhere else, wine on tap. So it kind of looks like beer spigots, but it's wine. Over 200 varieties, lots of great choices. Amazing, amazing food. Again, they have a huge tapas menu. So very filling, but also great options if you're looking for smaller or sharing options.
0: One of them that we consistently have gone back to just for the ambiance and and the delicious food is Wolfgang Puck Bar and Grill. Talk to us a little bit about that.
1: Great restaurant. They actually moved locations within Disney Springs in Mm -hmm. the last couple of years. So it's not the old two-story that you might remember. It's got a new location not far from its old home. Very light and airy. It has a great option to do just walk up and sit at a bar for food, big open kitchen. My favorite there that I need to stay away from because I could just sit and eat it all day. <laughs> they do house they call them potato chips. It's somewhere between a potato chip and a French fry. And they would be the version of what we call diner fries in Jersey because they're covered in cheese, but mm-hmm. not just any cheese. These are blue cheese covered fries that are absolutely
0: to die for. Yeah. You're right. Dangerous. Definitely stay away. Go back to the, the Dolce de Leche. <laughs> much <laughs> much healthier for you. When they opened this this next one up on property, it, was, it grabbed my eye, and I know they have a number of them all over the country. Uh, STK.
1: STK Steakhouse. Um, I actually, I know we've talked about holidays recently. I've done Christmas dinner at STK in Disney Springs. The favorite of mine, and now you'll know why I eat so much food and should eat way less. They start you with a bread service that I could probably just have bread for dinner (laughs) and be very happy. Um, Incredible bread soaked with butter and garlic. Amazing, amazing. Comes to you in this little skillet served really piping hot. Absolutely amazing. But obviously, they're known for their steak, which we Love, um, and if you're a Shark Tank fan, they also, in addition to many other options, they serve Kevin O'Leary's wine is available there. Hmm.
0: Interesting. From steak to obviously this has steak as well, but to great seafood, we have the Boathouse.
1: I love the Boathouse. It has this great light atmosphere. It is right on the water for Disney Springs. Obviously, Boathouse nautical themed definitely not something that I would bank on but there is one table in the restaurant that actually is a boat and you sit in it it is first come first serve um, but really fun anywhere in the restaurant great theming great decor throughout again it's one of those places where definitely the hardest thing is narrowing down the menu because there's just too many great choices
0: So sticking uh, with the nautical theme, it's no longer the Empress Lily. Now it's Paddlefish.
1: That's I was just going to say to you, it's gone through several names. (laughs) Yes, it has. But it's still the old paddle boat that we love. Great different options, again, because it is an authentic boat lots of options outdoor eating up on deck inside dining great layout and obviously lots of good seafood
0: for those of you that didn't understand it but really it also was Fulton's crab house it's not that either same location but different uh different menu and different theming how about paradiso thirty seven kind of gets lost in the shuffle
1: it does because there's so many great ones but I know you said that's a fave for your family
0: yeah we we enjoy it we enjoy it a lot it's it's it, it doesn't pretend to be anything other than what it is. It's just a nice little Tex-Mex restaurant that you can have a margarita and a, a, a fish taco or a, a quesadilla. It's just it, it's, it's a nice little sit down.
1: And newest to Disney Springs is CityWorks Eatery and Poor House. Great option for those looking kind of more towards the nightlife. Maybe you're out earlier in the day, but you're just looking for that super basic. Beers and burgers, great food, great atmosphere, lots of fun. It's a great new addition that they've got.
0: Now, it, we have to wait and see if their burgers will rival the bur- the best burger you've ever had that is also on property, though. So that they, it, they, they have know, some work to do.
1: It, it's hard, but you know I'm, I'm up to the challenge i give everybody a fair shot
0: i've always said that about you <laughs> <laughs> all right so this next one has really kind of a, a couple of things tied to it why don't you go ahead and talk about it
1: maria and enzo's it's an interesting thing that they added a couple of years ago it's actually three restaurants that all work together on the same storyline we've talked before about how disney is a storyteller and i'll give you a Bit of the story, but definitely make a reservation at Maria and Enzo's. Ask them to tell you the story and walk you through the restaurant so you can really see it come to life. But Maria and Enzo's is the story about them meeting at the airport. And so it's kind of going through the terminal. There's a big room where there's a the majority of the seating, but little insider tip, ask to be seated in the first class lounge. Again, they keep that airline theme. Great food. They also do a wonderful buffet brunch that you can enjoy. And then they have their partner restaurant. And they literally are partners with an underground tunnel that connects the two restaurants from Maria and Enzo's over to Enzo's Hideaway. Great spot for drinks and more Italian light bites. So great options there.
0: We're going to transport you back in time to the 20s to visit the Edison.
1: The Edison transforms itself each night. In the beginning of the evening, full menu, full bar, you can have dinner there. And as the evening goes on, after 9 p.m., it goes to an entertainment and light bites venue. If you're there on Friday and Saturday, after 9 p.m., there is an entertainment charge. But if you've had dinner and remain, there's a great way to save on your cover charge.
0: And for those of you that listened to our first show, this is where you can get the ever-coveted clothesline candied bacon
1: <laughs> correct it is good there yes
0: uh one of the things that i think also goes overlooked that i'm a big fan of is the house of blues
1: i think part of why it's overlooked honestly is location it's the far end of disney springs again we're back by cirque de soleil that area's gotten a little more popular since the nba experience opened But if you kind of made a quick stop at Disney Springs and it was all about World of Disney and shopping for you, you never made it all the way down there.
0: It is the type of thing I remember when we were visiting years ago, though. Some of the live acts that they have there can cause a a rather large crowd. So you have to be prepared for that, too.
1: Yes, they do some ticketed events. They also do a gospel brunch several weekends a year, which is a lot of fun.
0: So moving on from the live performance to something on the screen, AMC Dine-In.
1: Just like you can find movies locally, it is a local movie house in Disney, but what makes it a little bit different than what some of you might have at home, the Dine-In option. So you can eat while watching your movie, full table service, food and drinks brought to you while you're watching your movie.
0: So two restaurants that I, just by Looking at them are are tied together here in Disney Springs, T Rex and the Rainforest Cafe.
1: They are both Landry restaurants, so you may have them at home. There's probably about twenty of them spread around the country, mostly Rainforest, very few T Rex. Um, they're great for a lot of kids, not every kid, because again, it's one of those dinner and a show type of things. T Rex is dinosaur themed, Rainforest Cafe obviously after the rainforest. So you've got monkeys and all kinds of other animals making noise. If you have a child who's sensitive to noise or you've got grandma and grandpa with you who are sensitive to noise, this may not be your first choice of place. It does get loud and it does go into show mode about every 20 minutes. So it gets a little bit calmer in there and then all of a sudden. For a rainforest, it thunders, it lightnings, and, you know, everything goes into motion. I do suggest if you want to go again, it's part of Landry's restaurant chain. Become a Landry's member if you didn't take my suggestion at the beginning of the show and make an advance reservation. As a Landry's member, you get priority seating above anybody else walking up for a reservation.
0: Is there a show mode at T-Rex?
1: There is. It is all dinosaurs, so they will roar and come to life for you.
0: So similar to what you would see at rainforest, only at...
1: Similar show, different animals. Got it.
0: Okay. Uh, why don't we close it out with some bowling?
1: Splitsville. So similar to AMC, it is bowling, and you have the option of full dinner delivered to your lane. Or right downstairs in the bowling alley, two-story bowling alley with the bowling upstairs and the gift shop. Surprise, surprise, we're in Disney. The bowling alley even has a gift shop, the gift (laughs) shop and restaurant down on the first floor.
0: Well, I I do think that we've managed to tackle a very difficult topic, which is discuss the many, many sit-down options that you would have in Disney Springs in, as we promised, just about 20 minutes. So I will throw it to you. Is there anything else that we didn't talk about in regards to sit-down dining in Disney Springs that you think we need to, to mention?
1: Definitely bring your appetite. And if you can't decide on just one, nothing wrong with doing a progressive dinner. Appetizer somewhere. Walk around a little bit. Main course elsewhere. Walk around a little bit more and go for dessert in a third location.
0: See that. That right there is why you and I get along. (laughs) Sandy, thanks for taking the time tonight.
1: Thanks so much, Jeff.
0: And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. If anyone you know could benefit from this show or any of our shows, please share them. Have them like, have them subscribe. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories.